What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This Haberville Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ashford University. Ashford.edu slash ham. Start your master's degree today. And brought to you by Untuck It. Untuckit.com. Promo code ham and upstart. Upstart. See how low your upstart rate is at upstart.com slash ham. Now to the segment. Some headlines, John. This is actually the old Atlanta Braves TBS Superstation. I did not recognize it, but I found some different. Okay, you want my leading headline? Fire away. I don't really have a take on this other than here is what I learned this week, John. Leon Rose is white. I had no idea. All this time we're talking about Leon Rose taking over the Knicks. Thought he was a black guy. I had no idea until Monday when I saw photos of NBA power broker, World Wide West boss, I don't know, Leon Rose... White guy. Not just, Shocked. not like skinny, tall white guy, kind of short, fat, bald white guy, right? Did I see the right picture? Yeah, yeah. Did not look like I thought either. I I would say the most shocking thing. Did to, you know Leon Rose was a white well, guy? Well, I, I, I've learned sometimes in the NBA, like Duncan Robinson, I think he plays for the Heat. That's I'm just right. like, oh, that's just black dude, you know, white guy. So I sometimes with the NBA, because they have these like uh, figures that operate like mobsters, you're like, what does Al Capone look like? Like, World Wide West. If you put a gun right. to my head, and I've heard about this guy for a decade, everyone talks about him, and lined up 10 World Wide Wests, I, it, it would, my guess would be as good as yours. If you said Leon Rose, or I, I know, I know but I'd even, I'd even go like Arn Tellum, and just all these names. With football, it's like, I know what these guys look like. If you tell me a name, like Rich McKay, or I, I'm even trying to think, like Drew Rosenhaus, Tom Condon, like, 
Jimmy Sexton. Like, I kind of heard their names, put names to the faces. Basketball is fucking full of these shady characters that operate underneath, like, Leon Rose. I would have assumed, guy, he was a 60-year-old, six-foot-five, black dude, played it like William and Mary, really smart, wasn't good enough to play in the NBA, made this crazy career transition early on, took off like a rocket ship because everyone met him, was just blown away. You're right. Never in a million freaking years guessed short, fat, bald white guy. I mean, the, the, he would have been, that would have been the last version to describe the guy. Duncan Robinson did. Did you know Duncan Robinson was white? Yeah, yeah, I did. Do you watch him in college? Only because I, no, I mean, I saw him for the first time is when I was like, oh, there's a person named Duncan Robinson. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, speaking it, it, of Spike is Lee. Is Worldwide West, he's not white, right? No, no. <laughs> Worldwide West is not not a white guy. But speaking of Spike Lee, I was texting with my buddy AJ yesterday, our friend AJ, because I'm like, dude, I didn't know Leon Rose was white. And he goes, yeah, it's like a reverse black Klansman thing. <laughs> that's, I thought that was a great line. I said, I'm stealing that. Yeah, is, But you can't say white Klansman because that's a real thing. Yeah, that, um, it, it really was pretty shocking. All right. Uh, what, what, well, I, I saw you tweeting about this, and I, and I, I watched it, and it was really freaking cool that uh, they had – I didn't realize they had both of them. I just saw the clip of Rizzo mic'd up at bat, and he kind of goes silent, and they ask him, like, what are you doing? He's like trying to calculate the pitch. I think he's going to come with a heater. He's like, I would love someone to bang a drum right now. And then he does throw <laughs> a heater, and he hits a single. Yeah. And then I saw another clip. He's like, I'm going for two. Yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> that was a good one. Another clip. He, I hope this guy hits it to me. I'll describe what happens when he hits it to me. That's when you realize Bryant's also on. Like, okay, they're really going to hit it to you. Then he does hit it to me. He's like, pivot foot left. It was, he realized like it's a little harder than hit he thought. Chest. Yeah. chest target. It, it, was, it was really cool. It's been a good, yeah. good couple days. I know that they weren't mic'd up or anything, but clearly the Angels and... and uh, and the Dodgers went together. It must have been a charity event because I saw like Pujols and they were all with the little kind mm-hmm. of some sick kids. Just had yeah, top golf hitting. I don't know if fucking Kepka could be jealous of their distance. But baseball had a good couple days of just going viral. It did. I watched the entire Cubs Angels broadcast uh, and they did an awesome job with it because those guys, Brizzo, as they call themselves, were on for multiple innings. Even after they came out of the game, they stayed on and they were just sitting talking. Wireless earpiece and mic'd up. And that's really, to me, what took it to the next level is that they were both on. Like, you've seen it in the All-Star game before, and it never quite – it's always – I don't know. Sometimes it's good in the All-Star game, but sometimes it's a little But if they're not, if they're not teammates, it'd be like doing a podcast with a guy you don't know for the first time. It might not flow, right? Yeah, I also just think All-Star game's probably a little more – the spring training is so relaxed. Yeah. Like, so relaxed, right? And these guys are the best um, players on the team. And, yeah, and but when you have them on together and they're talking to each other and they're playing off each other – uh, Bryant at home plate was great. Rizzo gets on first base, and Pujols, who's like his hero, is on first. And he says to Pujols, John Shambi, who's doing the broadcast, Boog says to him, ask him about Trout, because it was a Pujols charity event. He's like, oh, yeah, what about Trout? Rizzo says it to, to Pujols. How about that Trout golf? Like the whole, it, they all, all those things came together in one. It was really cool. So, I, I, you know, I don't think you can interview players during games like that, but I think one thing you definitely could do, mic up your stars, because we're always talking about this. How do you get guys to talk? They talk every day, but it's so weird. Mic up your stars and then just put out just 
make a whole department that's just mic'd up videos of guys talking. You got nine innings. They're out there for three hours. Use your first baseman. Use your catchers. Couple Use couple minutes pitcher. of content a week that you can go viral on at MLB, right? Yeah, from not even yeah, from multiple games, you should be able to put one together from a game. Like every day you could just have one from yesterday, whatever was going on. And just it, it can be a guy that's not in a game. Mike Trout's out today. Cool. He's on the bench I'll, talking to I'll people. give you I'll give you one that would be probably be like Jeff Samarja not pitching. Just fucking put a mic in his fucking ear. Right? Just guys like that all around the league that have some personality that might talk some shit. They'll be funny. I, I, you're right. It's a. I saw it went viral. Not viral. I saw it on Twitter. A Rod called into the Golic and Wingo or whatever, and he just he thought like it's a no brainer idea that the NFLs use films forever to their advantage. The NBA does mic up guys. It's just always shitty content, but it's content. This this to me is like you you wouldn't put one on Posey, but you know if I, if I can get Bumgarner. The first time he's in a series against the Giants, again, even if he's on the bench, you're right. The bench, there's some good talk there because you're still kind of yelling at guys on the field. It's 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 easy. Some cool, there's some cool managers. Like the, I thought, the best one they had was they're standing next to David Ross, who's their manager now. And so Ross knows that they're like the three of them are just standing on the step, and Ross goes, "How's my manager stance?" You know, with like his hands in his pockets. It was a pretty good line from a source, a couple sources. I've heard David Ross is kind of not the greatest guy, but that's just, you know, just from sources. I don't know anything about I've heard good things about him. But. Yeah. Keep an eye on. Okay. Something to keep an eye on. <laughs> uh, headline. I got another one for you. Okay. Do you know the Astros have been hit more than any team in spring training? Yeah. Precursor to what's about to happen or just kind of random? Yeah, I mean – I, I do think... It's quieted down a little bit, right? Like, I saw one. Some, Bregman got hit by some guy who was in single A last year on a curveball. Yeah. And I do think some of their guys get hit a lot, generally speaking. But, uh, yeah, you can't you can't just tell the world, like, hey, the punishments will take care of themselves out there in the open and then start, like, taking people's signs. That was outrageous when they did that last week, whatever it was. Confiscating signs at games. Like, guys, get out of here with that. Um so, is it a precursor? I do think they're going to get hit. I don't know if this... It's hard. I, it's spring training. I got to kind of see spring training stuff. The the irony, doing, too, of the team, they got in trouble for stealing signs, confiscating signs at a spring training game is, is pretty awesome. I know. It is great. Um, Trevor Bauer was giving the Dodgers his signs. Did you see that on Monday? What's the, what was the logic behind that? He's just working on shit or... No, he's just fucking around. <laughs> he's taking shots. At, he was taking shots at... At the Astros, oh, you think that's what it was? Oh, there's definitely no question. That was just a shot at the Astros. About the Astros, gotcha. What he's on the are the Reds going to be decent this year? People think the Reds might be decent. Yeah, you know the Yasiel Puig's unemployed. Surprises me. (laughs) Yeah, well, he'll be a giant by about April 17th when they haven't won a game. What do you think about Kapler taking the? the headset off mid-game after he committed to doing a mid-game interview, and then he went for about 10 seconds and felt a little yeah. overwhelmed. I don't care necessarily that he took it off, but it's like just like on the day that we have all these guys playing games, like just manage, to me, just manage the situation with the headset on or put it off and then put it back on. But I would say just manage with the headset on. That would be a really cool 
insight. It's not you're not we're not hearing you call plays. And even if like we hear people call plays, and it's fine. Like well, I, I didn't quite get it. He's like, know. sorry guys, got the infield in. Well, so what are you doing, Gabe? You're just watching how they operate. Make a mental note. Make a note on a piece of paper, and then or how about just coach just coach it with the headset? Like all right, let's uh. We're coming home on this, guys, and then do your sign or whatever. I don't know. That didn't seem necessary to me. Yeah, it felt a little, a little over the top. I, I, do you have I, any more headlines? Yeah, I'm just really quick to, to I put have, a bow I have on the Gabe. One that I want to be. I, I am Gabe Kapler out already. The stories well, of spring training guy are driving me off a wall. Uh, my other headline would be Odell Beckham. The uh, rap sheet said some rumors that like could they trade him. He's in the promo video for their new uniforms, and he's like, that, "That's a that's a telling sign that he's good to go." And then someone, there was a player like last year that it happened to too, and he also got traded. And people were like, "Bullshit! I mean, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It doesn't mean anything." Oh, who are you going to put in the promo video? Miles Garrett got kicked out of the league. Like, of course you put Odell Beckham in the promo video. To me, he's the swaggiest. He's the coolest guy you got. To me, Odell. If Brandon Cooks can go back to back years, first round picks. Remember that. Patriots first mm-hmm. round pick for him. Then they traded the Rams for the first round pick, which actually was a better first round pick than they gave up for him. I don't know if Odell would get better than seventeen, but I do think he would get a pick in the twenties, right? Yeah. Like w- yep. would Howie Roseman trade pick twenty one for him or Belichick twenty two? Yep. You know, I, I think so. That would be Belichick. That'd be. Interesting. I don't think he'd. Tell I don't Brady. think he'd make it past that first group of playoff teams that. I mean, would Gruden give pick 19 for him? Be options. Uh, hmm. I don't know about that. But to me, like, teams that, are, that think they can win the Super Bowl. Although, going to Vegas. Yeah, Odell Beckham. Yeah. Um, you want my last one? Yeah. So, James Lipton died, John, 93 years old, inside the uh, Actors Guild, also made famous by Will Ferrell's character on SNL. Of He did James Lipton. He was great. Uh, the Bradley Cooper James Lipton interview I highly recommend. Bradley like breaks down crying. He's talking about all the people in the audience. Like it's really incredible. So James Lipton had like a set number of questions he asked everybody. One of them was, "What's your favorite curse word?" So in honor of James Lipton, what is your favorite curse word? Me? Yeah. You know, it. I can give you mine if you if you need to think for a second. Yeah, go first. Um, I think my favorite curse word is horseshit because it's not too aggressive. Like you can just say it in mixed company and get away with it. But unlike bullshit, a person can be horseshit. Yeah. No person is bullshit, but horseshit for whatever reason, like that uh, third baseman they got, he's horseshit. And I love that usage of horse. That to me is maybe the best usage of a curse word calling a person horseshit or that what he just did was horseshit. I just love that. Uh, for whatever reason, it just really resonates with me because it's not one of the big three. You can, know? can I tell you then what my least favorite curse word is? Yeah, it's asshole. <clears throat> Cause I feel mm. at least in 2020, I, maybe 20 years ago, it had that guy's an asshole. It almost feels passive aggressive at this time. Like that guy's a piece of shit. Like and I think that's the way we say it in 2020. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, either right. or just you know that was a dumb move. Whatever. He's not a bad guy. But like to me, assholes kind of you're on the fence. As as JB, our former boss, get off the fence. That to me is kind of a fence sitting word. I hate that word. I like that guy's a piece of shit. Or you know, good guy had a bad day. 
right? <laughs> I, I guess you're right. We have. I do think this generation has tried to get away. Like we use "clown" as a more aggressive word than "asshole." I'd say, I'd say like cl- has, "clown" and "fraud" are used pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah. I, clowns use a lot. You're right. You're I right. I, I think "asshole" is just. That's a good it, one. it might maybe it's just lost its power. I just I, I think my I think hor- yeah it's not fun like horseshit to me is a fun one. It's like if you had to say what my favorite word is, it's just like what if you were on death row, what do you want to eat? I mean, I'm not overthinking it. Give me a cheeseburger or a piece of pizza or something, right? Just fuck. I mean, it's just my my go to word. Try to say it a little yeah. less to have it have its power back. That's that's important. But I, I think it's I'm more I'm more. <clears throat> I feel more strongly about the hatred of the word asshole than because I, I like okay. I like all the words. I like horse shit. I like bullshit. I like I like shit. I, I think it's a pretty versatile word. It's like I, it's like the one. Isaiah Simmons of words. You can put it anywhere, right? You can just be like shit. You know when you're just you see something cool. I'd say you know another one that's become better than some curse words is slappy slap dick. Oh, you make you put dick in now it becomes it's kind of colored as a uh, curse word, but just slappy. I think is I'd rather be called an asshole than a slappy. I, I know. I that. agree. Because to me, you could argue asshole at points times. Like Saban's an asshole. Like, is that a negative connotation, or is, is he's getting the job done? Right. He's got some asshole in him. <laughs> it's way better than he's got some slappy in him. Uh, like, I'm oh, with fuck. you. You mean he's lazy? So horseshit. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.